Hi, I'm Lindsay, the founder of College Bird. We are a professional development community dedicated to ambitious, future-minded students who want to learn essential career skills, build professional networks, and support each other's success. As a college student, I wish I had a better idea of the growing job roles to help me navigate the job market. My goal is to change how people think about careers and prepare college students to adapt to a rapidly changing job market. Each episode, I'll dive into how you can discover your career and maximize your opportunities. CollegeBird is here to inspire and support those who are looking to navigate the world of work and build a successful career. Today, I interviewed Jacqueline Rosa, who's an entrepreneurship student at Drexel University. We talked about how she started her first business and how she got to her current business. Hi, my name's Jacqueline. I'm from Delaware and I came to Drexel to study entrepreneurship. I'm currently a fourth year student and on co-op working on my own business. Awesome. Um, Tell me a little bit about what led you to Drexel and just your interest in entrepreneurship. Yeah, for sure. Uh, What led me to Drexel was probably their co-op program and the entrepreneurship program as well. I'm pretty sure I have like some kind of undiagnosed ADD and I keep just jumping from business to business. Like when I was younger, I lived close to my school, but also far enough that I it wouldn't be worth it to buy a car, but walking took forever. So I wanted a way to like make it go by faster. So the option was to buy a moped actually. So that kind of birthed my entrepreneurial journey. And I started a pet sitting business called Pause and Relax. And then from there, an extreme pivot over to the stock market actually. And that's finance with friends. And we do like courses to teach people about the stock market and also an Instagram page as well about the different movers of the day. And then now with co-op and at Drexel, I have my own website development company called Blue Ladders Web Design. And so entrepreneurial journey started young and it's not slowing down anytime soon. That's super cool. It sounds like you're kind of thinking critically at a young age, which is cool because some people in high school, it, it takes them like some time to you know, identify a major and start taking classes to think that way or just to understand kind of where their passions are at. Do you think you like identified passions based on like the opportunity or like how did you fall into some of those things? Like what were those motivators for you? Yeah, good question. I think my motivators within every business is talking with people and getting to learn about my customers as well. Like with pet sitting, I got to learn about all these different people, meet all these different people from my school and then also just around the area in Delaware and stuff. I really honestly am not like a huge fan of the state, but with meeting different people, I was able to see different walks of life and it gave me like more of a sense of home and belonging. I'm originally from Massachusetts, so I feel like that's more home, but in meeting people in Delaware, it was nice to just expand my horizons a bit with Blue Ladders making websites and helping with the ongoing maintenance. It gives me a way to make a web presence for other companies 
so then they can reach more people. And I get to meet all these interesting entrepreneurs. And I'm working with one in the CBD business, one in um, luxury hotels as well, real estate. So a plethora of different companies. And it's really great meeting all different walks of life and helping people too. That's so cool. And I think just your path from one company to another, I'm sure you learned so much and it's kind of helped you in this process. And I'm interested to know if you've considered any other like career paths or have you always been just like super set on entrepreneurship or I know you've worked for some companies in the past and like, what has that been like? And again, have you considered these other roles or options? Yeah, definitely considered working at a company with Drexel, actually having the three co-op. I'm on the five-year plan, so three different co-ops. I wanted to work in a small company, in a large company, and then on my own. And I've actually been fortunate enough to like have that come to fruition. My first co-op, I was at Society of Hospital Medicine, which is in Philadelphia. And then for second one, for the second one, I was with JP Morgan back in Delaware, living at home. Uh, and then now working on my own business. I think that this is kind of where I want to stay and be a serial entrepreneur, continue starting, growing, maybe selling businesses as well, even jumping in and helping other people with their business as like a consultant or something just within the entrepreneurial self-starter type realm. That's awesome. Along that journey, did you have any aha moments, like thinking back that you were like, this is right for me, this isn't right for me, or maybe like the most valuable thing you learned within your own companies and within the corporate companies you did work for? Actually, something I realized today even, I was really low energy. And then I got an email from one of my clients who was saying like, call me when you get a chance. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I hope it's okay. And so I gave her a call. And in that conversation, just because also she's a wonderful person to speak to as well, but in speaking to her, my whole day was actually improved. Like I used to think I was a total hermit staying inside and like enjoying my alone time. But in reality, I really do like talking to people and helping solve problems. That's a huge thing as well. Just being helpful and learning how to best serve my customers as well. That's definitely been my aha moment. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. I think that when you feel that, when you feel like you're making an impact in your clients' lives or your stakeholders, anyone that you're really working with, then you understand that feeling of like, I am having value in this person's company or in this person's life or something along those lines. Absolutely. I guess my next question would be like, how do you lay out some of your goals? Because I think that, you know, when you're first starting out, whether it be in entrepreneurship or beginning of your career, it's like, you don't have too many goals. You're just trying to do something and figure some things out. But, you know, now having all these experiences, what are your goals and kind of why? My goals right now, I found myself kind of getting lost in the weeds with the day-to-day -day type things of running the business. And in the co-op, you actually have a chance to meet with Chuck, who's this fantastic professor, and he kind of oversees the whole Drexel co-op experience. And so with him, 
we're able to fill out these different goals and look through it. We have three month, six month and nine month goals. And honestly, I kept putting off this Excel document to fill out because I was like, I don't know what I'm doing tomorrow. (laughs) Every day is different, which is great. But I did really find myself just totally getting lost in the day to day, not really thinking as much on the bigger picture of things. And in that meeting, I was able, or before filling out the document, I was able to actually sit down and plan out what I want the business to turn into, what I find joy in doing as well. And my goals, now I have it set up where I have this great app actually called Choir. I've been trying to turn as many people onto it as possible. It's great. They have like Kanban features, timelines, everything for free as well. Choir.io. Anyone going through their early stage in their career, whether it be in, you know, just getting started or someone who's looking to work for a company from an employer perspective, what do you look for when you're bringing people onto your team or um, you know, hiring people for your company, what type of skills? And then just like, what's that structure look like? What, what type of roles? Really looking for somebody who I can connect with on an emotional level because we're so new and just now looking to expand the team. I want to make sure people really are going to be a good fit for now and in the future. And I was reading this book I forget the title of it. I think it's called Startup Leadership. And it talks about hiring people in different phases. And in phase one, you want to hire people who are going to challenge you and force the business to grow. And then stage two, you want to hire people who understand the business, can get the job done, something like that. And then stage three are people who are also unafraid to ask you different like hard-hitting questions, maybe even elicit a pivot within the company as well. But it was really helpful. I'm definitely in phase one, maybe even like phase 0.5. Absolutely. I think especially when students think about, you know, needing experience to like be hired for something like that, um, because it can be the cycle where it's like, I need experience to get more experience. So, you know, starting your own company is a great way to start out, but how did you start to get experience to, you know, be valuable or feel like you're moving a business forward, whether it be your own or someone else's? For professional development, I look to learn as much as I can from my customers and how to handle different situations. Like if an issue comes up with the website, then this is what I can do to help them to make sure happen again or to teach them how to fix it too so that it's like more of a wealth of knowledge and also um, trying to always keep an open mind as well because I don't know everything I'm only 22 like there's so much more to learn and I know that and I'm excited for that so in these people that I'm talking with they're usually much older than myself and so I see them as almost like mentors without ever asking them to be a mentor for me. I just look to see how they run their own business and use that to better improve my own. 
and how I interact with them and what works with their communication style versus mine as well. So kind of conforming to the professionals that I work with, and then also taking bits and pieces from each of them to improve my own business and improve how I interact with people outside of the business and within as well. That's great. It seems like mentorship has really been uh, like something you've leveraged and, you know, made useful in your career journey because it's sometimes hard to find mentors. And I think it's a little bit challenging for people to think like, how do I get a mentor? Like it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't have to be this formal process. You can just have someone that's a mentor without formally being like, would you like to be my mentor? Can you mentor me these days a week? Reaching out to people can be a little intimidating if you don't know what you want out of the conversation. A tip that I would give is to know what you want to get out of it before going into the conversation. So if I want to reach out to one of my professors, which is also a great network to reach out to, your professors are there to help guide you. They've been through it. And so they can help you through it as well. And so with talking to them, know what you want out of it. If I want to tap into their network and maybe have them set up an appointment with myself and one of their colleagues, then I keep that in mind. How did you leverage your experience at Drexel like in the classroom to help you in your career? Like, how did you apply what you were learning in class to your business or your job? That's a great question. And for all the students out there, Drexel saying that you're a student almost gives you an automatic in for people because people want to help students. I want to help students. I want to hire students. So saying like, hey, I'm a Drexel student. I'm reaching out for XYZ. People are way more receptive to that because they want to help you. And it's different from being just a typical salesperson reaching out to get what you want and then moving on. You're actually reaching out to people for their help, for their guidance, because you're learning how to survive as well. But with Drexel courses, this one class I took, I think it was freshman year and it was COM 271, I want to say, something like that. And I took it with Professor Scott Tatter and it was all about business communication. And in his class, we actually took notes while other students would talk about recent events. We all had to look up events and then speak to the class about them and take notes when other people were speaking. And I actually brought that into my co-op and we would always have like these things called sprints, which are quick meetings to go over the company, different events that are going on. And within the sprints, I would be taking notes and my co-op, advisor or um, the person who oversaw the co-ops, she was like, oh my God, this is great. Um, I'm so happy you're writing this down. Then we can look back at it so that we don't forget because it's so easy to just go to these meetings, listen, move on, but not necessarily write things down, look back at it, make sure things are being completed. I think just the fact that you're able to bring something new to the table and introduce something to the company and number one, putting yourself out there to introduce something like that, but also getting the validation from your coworkers being like, this is a great idea was like another um, 
just milestone for you in your career and just knowing that like, oh, I should do this more often or this like did help the team. With that in mind, like helping the team, I also did a HubSpot type. um, It was like a social media prevention plan or a crisis plan, I believe. And I did that after my first summer. It was, yeah, freshman year, first summer. I did the HubSpot thing and it teaches you how to create a social media crisis plan. And it also gives you a certification as well. So I brought that into my co-op and they were really receptive of it and impressed and excited to get this started. So looking outside of the classroom is a great way to fill out your resume a little bit. I added it to my resume that I'm like HubSpot social media certified and they were, they loved it. I think it helped me stand out within the job search process, having just a little bit extra on the resume. Definitely. And I think it showed a lot of your leadership skills too. I think that is a main component and a lot of employers are looking for that. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you heard, please leave us a review or subscribe to this podcast. We would also love for you to check out our website at collegebird.co. That's collegebird.co. Feel free to join the community or just see what we're all about. Thanks. Have a good week.